That was funny last week. Well, welcome back to another episode of Failure at Its Finest Hour. Um, right off the bat, just apologize for the late release, but here we are. We got it out. It's been kind of crazy in the Marquette area. Like I said, if you saw the Twitter post, you probably thought it was funny that it was canceled due to weather, <laughs> considering we're on Zoom. But I had power issues yesterday. Um, didn't want to fuck my computer up. Probably have the same... same uh, chance of it happening right <laughs> so i was you know, and now i have a tree that's hanging right over my head that could snap at any moment now so hopefully we can get that live on the air if it does <laughs> but it's been a wild 24 hours here in marquette and just to rip it off the bat um what perfect timing for us to get this right after the episode titled winter is coming um where <laughs> i am here. thankfully there's no there's no snow but the wind has been outrageous um once I get that picture up, uh, I had it on the desktop. Where the fuck? There it is. Snow totals in the last 24 hours here in the UP. Uh, we had 14.3 inches in Ironwood, uh, 12 inches in Wakefield, 11.4 in Berglund. This is all West End. Uh, and then getting into Central, UP, Nagani had 8 inches. Champion, which is just probably 10 miles uh, west of Nagani, had 14 inches. And the National Mine, that's kind of towards Gwyn, 13.6 inches in the last 24 hours. And in some of those locations, it's still snowing. But again, Aaron and I were just talking off air. Marquette doesn't have any. So weird. But you go like 5 miles west, and uh, there's like a foot of snow. So it's been a crazy, crazy couple days. Uh, but yes, we are going to get this out to you. Um, but we're going to start off, of course, I had camp weekend this past weekend and oh my, liver hurting. My gosh. It was, you know, actually, do you remember those, those cheers? Hard as a hockey puck. Remember those cheers pills that I had for my bachelor party? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I brought those to camp this past weekend and oh, really? they you fucking work, over? man. They work. Yeah. Not one time during camp weekend was I hung over tired. Yes. But actually hung over like headache wanting to throw up nothing so i was yeah. very grateful because there was a couple guys that were that were hurting pretty bad especially on yeah. sunday i'm not gonna say his name but one dude threw up like eight times on sunday <laughs> it was That's so rough, funny dude. he was such a trooper about it like the fifth time he was like we're like how you feeling <laughs> he's like well i was hoping that was one that made me feel better but <laughs> not yet <laughs> he's like, i feel like i got a couple more in me forget who that was i think it was uh shout out to nathan mooney he is the one that turned me on to those cheers those cheers hangover things um and uh i can't did i bring a bunch of those to the bachelor i must have i think i had a thing and then you did or maybe you talked about them and then i got them and brought them as well but i remember we were there and i was thinking you know are these as seen on tv you know 3 a.m on yeah, <laughs> Comedy Central, you see these ads, but we asked Kipes, who's a pharmacist, and he looked at the ingredients and stuff and was just like, these are just a bunch of vitamins. Yeah. Like, it's safe. Like, it's good to take. So, yeah. I don't know. Hopefully, hopefully he truly endorses that. No free ads. Edit, edit, his, name, <laughs> edit his name out. <laughs> um, but I guess I want to clarify, too, that it is just Aaron and I. Um, you will hear Dylan and Chris very soon, but uh, I had to dip out a little early because I had Problems with work. Already talking to Aaron about it. Work for UPS and our building facility lost power this morning, and uh, we don't have a backup generator, so <laughs> a lot of our volume was pushed to tomorrow, and so I have to get up super early. So that's that. But camp weekend, 
uh, goddamn was a success. So I showed up on Friday. Unfortunately, I couldn't show up Thursday. There was like five or six of them that showed up Thursday night, and probably probably a good a thing. A real bender. Probably a good thing I didn't show up Thursday, but Friday was nice. I got to the top of the hill at around probably noon, and it started to snow, actually, and I was like, God damn it, here we go. Because I didn't have, like, the warmest clothes, um, but really the elements didn't really matter except the end of the at the end of the weekend. It's a crazy story. Um but Friday was awesome. Got there pretty normal. It doesn't matter what time it is at camp. You just you start drinking. Um, I think we had flip cup and like a bunch of games going around like two or three o'clock in the afternoon, and we kind of went all day uh, Friday. But as you remember the pictures, as I'm gonna start bringing up some uh, images now from the weekend. If you remember Shout out to the YouTube. <laughs> if you remember the cliff that this camp is on. Uh, I kind of showed the videos from last week, but I remember Molly telling me before the weekend, like, whatever you do, do not fall off that cliff. Because it's every year, every t- every time I go, it's always just do not, do not, do not fall off the cliff. <clears throat> so, oh my gosh. <laughs> so it is Friday afternoon, and again, we've been drinking for a while already, and I don't know how it happened, but let me see, let me get... So here's the kind of another picture to show you that right behind us is a cliff that goes straight down into the East Branch. So for some reason, again, I don't know why I got so close to the edge, but I was like pretending that I was falling and like going to trip. But my fucking momentum took me and I fell <laughs> oh off the cliff. <laughs> but thankfully, where I am in that picture right there, I climbed up a little bit after I fell, but. So, like I said, I, I was like, oh, shit, guys. And then I was like, oh, shit. Like, I'm actually going <laughs> to So, I fucking, like, jumped willingly. I didn't, like, tumble, you know? I yeah. jumped down. And thankfully, right where I am in that picture, I was able to catch myself, like, on the cliff. Like, kind of hold, like, land and then grab onto, like, the side of the yeah, cliff. slide a little bit. And slide a little bit. And sure enough, I couldn't find the picture in time. Those bastards didn't send me one, but... I'm down there a little ways, and I'm thinking, how the fuck am I going to get up? Because it was just so steep. and Slip, Slippery they, too, it was wet. Yeah, they had a rope, and they threw it down to me. And this because I was able to climb up just a little bit, but I still couldn't get up to the top. So they threw a rope down, and there's a picture of me hanging onto the rope, like putting up deuces. Like Ace, Ace Venture on the <laughs> yeah. side of the- Dude, you look like Groucho Marx in that photo, <laughs> dude. It looks like one of those like nose disguise masks. <laughs> Just, just the schnoz and the mustache. Oh my god! I know my it's nose like is so fucking big. Holy <laughs> shit! But um, yeah, there's a picture. I I'm so pissed that I couldn't get it. But me holding onto the rope, throwing up the deuces as they're like pulling me up. But it was fucked. So I text Molly at like 4 p.m. Yeah, I fell off the cliff. <laughs> Hopefully, your your the following text went through and she didn't just get that. <laughs> yeah. Like you're being airlifted. So then later in the night. I mean, you know, pissed up just thinking about it. Because after I got pulled up, I was like, dude, like, I'm fucking stupid. Like, why did I do that? So, like, the rest of the weekend, I was drilling it in my head. Like, stay away from the cliff. Don't fucking do that again. (laughs) Because I was fucking lucky. As you can see, where I fell, it's grass and dirt. And if you can see around me, it's rocks. And even on the right side after the stump, it's steeper. And if I literally was – so I was looking at it later in the day – and I was like, where I fell was literally the perfect spot to fall. And any, anywhere else, I probably would have got, 
like seriously injured. So I'm very thankful yeah. that I did go off where I did. Um, Why don't they have like a little fence? But it was there fucked because well, I mean, it's put, like, it's a eroded a lot over the years. We yeah, it looks j- like it's encroaching on the camp. We always joke, yeah, every year that like you know we gotta um, enjoy this because maybe in ten years this fucking camp won't be here. But you're gonna wake up in the river, you go to bed <laughs> in the camp one night, and the whole camp slides down. Oh my gosh. But um, and I don't know if you can see the hat too. So many episodes ago, I talked about you know one of our buddies that used to go out to camp uh, tragically oh, died in uh, fire out west. He's a firefighter, and he's in the Craig uh, Hot Shots crew. And uh, sure enough, his initials are CH too. So we yeah, we got we got the weird. logo of the Hot Shot crew, and yeah. it's actually just a C. The Craig Hotshots logo is just a C, so we threw the H in there, and then on the bottom it has his last name. But we all got gotcha. those made, which is which is fucking badass. And I actually have uh, this sticker. Oh, nice. We got a bunch of stickers too. But he was famous for uh, this saying, "Heads up, hammers down." He used to say that uh, when they were out there, and so the whole crew said that, and that was like his motto, kind of. So they Dang. put that at the bottom of the sticker. So of course, all weekend, oh, I I can get to it. But heads up, hammers down. That's like the the saying, which is fucking badass. Yeah. Um, Very cool, cool way to honor a friend. Yeah. So that was that was really cool that we was it, were able to get those hats and stuff. So I guess I can throw up the some more of the pictures. But I think the best here was we were this was Friday night, I believe. Yeah, we all shotgunned. Cool. Around the fire, <laughs> and then again, this is uh, the whole crew. Um, if you notice in the picture, oh, so we got this fucking Yoda, this Toyota fucking RS5 or whatever. We got that fucker to camp, dude. Went across the river, and this oh was gosh. us bringing it back <clears throat> to the field. And again, to get it there's back across the river, but it, but it was so wet and soupy that there was a couple times right here you can see it you can see us hop out we're like get out get out push push he's rolling backwards <laughs> look at this shit oh my god some gosh. of us got out i guess the video is going to cut out but some of us got out and helped it uh, get pushed up the hill but um we eventually here's the video of it crossing back over the river oh my gosh if 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 you're listening to this, <clears throat> we're going to try and get the YouTube out, hopefully, at the same time on Thursday. Yeah, it'll, not, it'll be hopefully out. Hopefully Friday. Um, you've got to see this video. <laughs> if, you're, if you're into some some redneck stuff, some, some uh, you know, out in your own neck of the woods type shit, that is, uh, that is something to watch yeah, for so, sure. <laughs> so we got the, the, the kid that drove that up there. It was so funny. They showed up later in the day, and... We didn't hear them because we're all inside because it was pretty cold. Um, we we were inside and they're like, oh, you know, blah blah blah's here. So we're like, oh, sick. So a lot of us were just like kind of filtering in and out. I remember going out there, and I was like, what the fuck? There's a truck out there. I was like, how the fuck did you get that up here? And uh, he was just like, oh, that fucker will go anywhere. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> because we've only taken side by sides out there, and the yeah. that that rig that uh, we talked about last episode, um, nothing like that. So it was pretty sick. Um, but we thankfully got that out Friday because we we actually played wiffle ball, or we got that out Saturday morning. 
because as a group, first time, Luke's now trying to implement like uh, something for us to do, like yeah. an activity uh, every year. And uh, next year, I don't want to. I don't know how many camp guys listen to this. You know, I'll keep it a secret. I don't know how many people Luke told, but um, oh, there you go. Because I know that AJ does listen. Because he was saying, you know, he's like, "Oh, I want to be on the fucking podcast." But anyways, we went out and played wiffle ball uh, at the Mass Field on Saturday uh, afternoon, which was fucking electric, dude. It was so fun. All of us are so fucking competitive. It was it was so much fun. But it was really rainy, wet, soupy. So like anything you hit. On the ground, yeah. like it was a base hit because, like, the guys in the outfield were slipping, and of course, we were drinking. We had a half keg hooked up to the back of Luke side by side. Every, oh my every, gosh. every half inning, we're running out there fucking filling up cups, but it was a lot of fun. But we got this, the uh, that truck out Saturday, thankfully, because it rained all fucking night on Saturday and all morning Sunday. Oh, and, yeah, that river probably was pretty high. And the shittiest thing that probably could have happened the entire weekend was Saturday night we went to Tigs because my dad and Dan Chorberline, recurring guest here on the podcast, he he fucking they were playing at Tigs, so we went out to support them, which was an awesome time. Uh, all like thirteen of us went, and you know we doubled the popular the capacity in there when we walked in because yeah. it wasn't like too many people, but it was still a lot of fun. And uh, we were just rowdy, like, let's go huge, come on huge. Like, we were dancing and fucking probably drank like 100 beers, like all of us combined. <laughs> like, yeah, we, had, we had a pile on the table because we got one of the big tables in the front. And like yeah. every 20 minutes, like we were taking our cans away, but we had like some big fucking piles of cans. And dudes that were walking <laughs> and were just like, holy shit, those guys are getting after it. <laughs> and, and so, and we had a couple sober drivers too that was, that was great. Uh, so shout out to the sober drivers, but. We get done with Tigs, and it's about 12, 1230. Um, hopefully, Karts doesn't mind. I'll ask him. Maybe I'll cut this timestamp. But Karts was fucking annihilated Saturday <laughs> night at Tigs. And uh, so Fast. so we were like, okay, we should probably we should probably get out of here. Some of us were, you know, overstayed our welcome a little bit. But we were like, we got to get Karts out. Like, we need to get to camp. Like, it takes a long time and a process to get it back out to camp. 1230, yeah. it was like, we got to go. So we leave. <laughs> And we have two trucks, two vehicles that can take us to the field. And Luke had a side-by-side at Tigs. So we all get in the trucks. We're all saying, like, Karts is going to go first trip so we can get to the camp. So we're in the truck waiting, and all of a sudden the door opens. It's Kyle, and he gets into our truck. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, Kyle, what are you doing? I was like, you're side-by-side, your first trip to camp. Like, go ride with Luke. And he's like, fucker's dead. So we're oh, like, oh, shit. No. So we all get out, go to the side-by-side. The and, and I don't know how it happened. So... So we're like, shit. So we jump it with a vehicle, which was, I think was a terrible idea uh, yeah. that came down to it because the battery ended up being fry- right. fried after that. So we get With the voltage. we get the side-by-side jumped. We get to camp. And so, again, we had two vehicles. We probably had eight total up on top of the field. And then three went to camp or four went to camp on the side-by-side. Yeah. So, again, it takes a probably 30 minutes process to get from the field to the camp and back. Dang. So we were fine. We were just we still had a couple beers to drink on top of the field. So we're sitting there, waiting, just talking. All of a sudden, we get a call from Luke. Side by side, died at the camp. Oh. And so, and that's our only way to get out there because the Yoda again. We we took it out, got it out. The guy who was driving it went home, and so we had no other way to get down there. So we're thinking, okay, you know, they have a little jump box down at camp. Just fire it up, see if that works. Doesn't work. So. 
a couple of the guys were just like, "We're walking, like let's fucking go." And, so and they're like, gonna cr- and they're gonna cross the river. They have well, they have the cable car. Remember? Oh, they have that's the cable right. Car. I forgot about that. They have that. the cable car for for people that aren't on vehicles. So I'm just like, dude, I'm not. We can't walk. Like it's so soupy. Like we can't yeah. do this right now. Getting on a cable car in the we'll, pitch black. We'll wait. We'll wait. We'll wait it out. Sure enough, we the side by side just out of question. Like we can't use it. It's dead at camp. So we're like, fuck, let's he- heads up, hammers down, boys. Let's go. So we, we got all of our shit and we walked to fucking camp from the top of the field, which again takes 30 minutes in a, in a side by side. So it probably took us about an hour from the field to the, but it was, it was miserable. Like the, the, the hill, it was so funny cause yeah. we were all just like, cause there's a huge clay hill from the top of the hill that goes all the way down to the river. Like, you're just no like straight decline the whole time is it still raining so yes and so we're all just like who's gonna be the first to fall who's gonna be the first to fall like because if you fall you're fucked just muddy wet yeah because we all we were already kind of wet from uh wiffle ball and stuff and some of us had a clean pair of clothes to put on um so thankfully i think only a couple guys ended up falling and just getting fucking just mud like everywhere so we make it get to the cable car we we slide on over to the other side of the river, finally get to camp, and we're just like, well, last night, let's let's keep going. So we stayed up until about, like, 4 a.m. Oh, my um, gosh. But <laughs> we didn't know whether or not the side-by-side was going to be in commission the, ne- the next day, right? The... So we're kind of, like, sitting there, like, thinking about it, like, what the fuck are we going to do if this thing doesn't start? So we forget about it. We drink some more, finally go to bed, wake up Sunday morning, like right away, you know, right when you wake up, it's like, are we gonna get the side by side ripping? So, we had a we have a guy there that works for Ford down in Detroit. He used to work up in the Copper Country and then moved, and he's an oh, awesome really? mechanic. Like I was like, dude, just go wrench, like go figure it out. <laughs> so he goes out there, and you know, it's a couple other guys that are helping, and sure enough, he finds the battery, uh, just fried as fuck from from the jump on the car. We think, yeah. So. They were able to have a – there was a four-wheeler out there, a shitty old four-wheeler that hadn't been used for a while. They took the battery out of that and put it in the side-by-side, really? and they got it started. So we were like, holy shit. So Luke keeps it on, and we're like, okay, well, let's 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 haul some stuff to the, the, the cable car because as, as long as we can get, like, everything – like, you cross the river first, Luke, and we'll walk from camp to cable car. Then you can just bring them up, up, us, like, up, up and down the hill. So you don't have to cross the river because he thought maybe going across the river got the battery yeah, wet and something like. Yeah. But he he crosses that fucker all the time in that, so it was like I don't know. So he goes down to the cable car, brings a load, and out of habit, he turned it off at the cable oh, car. Oh no! And sure enough, it, it never got turned on that day. So we're at camp, and it's like you know we got a couple this guys from down brutal. we got a couple guys from downstate you know that had like nine hour drives like some dudes like right out right outside Detroit, yeah. um, one in GR and I think one in Lansing. But so they wanted to get the fuck out of there because at this time it was probably eleven o'clock, and we were thinking if we have to fucking walk with all of our shit off that goddamn hill, like it's gonna take some time. So we were all trying to get out. As quick as we could. Like, I almost stuck around for a little bit because I didn't have to work on Monday. Yeah. And there was a couple people that stayed, that stuck around. I should have, but I just kind of wanted to get home since I had a longer drive, too, to Marquette. So, sure enough, we fucking hauled all of our shit. Oh we, made a couple, we made a couple trips to the cable car and 
just zipped our shit across the river, you know, with some people, and they pulled across and unloaded, and finally we got a big group to get up to the field. And I am telling you right now that that walk, again, on that clay hill that is seriously an incline all the way up to the field, it was fucking brutal. And it's, like, it's like the escarpment trail. I was so... <clears throat> like har- thankful that i was not hung over because i don't know how some of the guys that made it up that like did make it up because didn't die the guy that was throwing up like all morning like he was just like well let's get her going boys like oh, throwing up like, while he's how hauling the, the shit fuck are you doing this because it was so tough like you were walking like literally each step it was like calculated because you yeah. had all the shit on your back carrying stuff yeah. you slip once like you might I'm actually get hurt because yeah. yeah but sure enough we all get up to the top of the hill and we're just all of us winded, obviously like a lot of, there's a lot of guys that are in shape that go out to camp, but there's a couple of us that aren't. So it was like, we were just like, Holy fuck. And I was like, I'm going to be sore tomorrow. And sure enough, I'm still hurting from it. But that was, and I think like at the time, like Luke was kind of, you know, not embarrassed, but he was kind of like upset that he had to make everyone do that. But I think that, We'll never, experience. we'll never forget that ever. I was like, this is going to be so memorable, you know. Yeah. So that was that was camp weekend. It was a lot of fun. Um, Tigs was a blast, though. I know I kind of just like quickly went over that, but Tigs was Tigs was fucking hilarious. Did you get a couple rounds of redneck Keno? Oh my god, there? we sure did. Yep. It was right <laughs> before uh, my dad started playing. Um, because we got there a little early. Because after wiffle ball, we went to eat at pit stop. Which, oh my god, another kind of funny story. But I guess. I don't want to like shame pit stop. I think what they're doing there, I'm 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 gonna say it. I think what they're doing there is illegal. Um, so what? So they have slot machines. Tell me if I'm wrong. Okay, they have slot okay. machines. You know the like Shamrock used to have inside the rig. Yeah. So carts yeah. and I, of course, the de- degenerates we are. There's a machine there that we know that used to be at Shamrock and uh, yeah. beetle, 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 tree, tree, tree. You get three trees, you're in the bonus. Like so, we knew the machine. Okay. So. We put it. We slip a twenty in the machine. We're like playing and stuff <laughs> right off the <laughs> yeah, like, a twenty dollar bill. As soon as we not get a there, five. No. So, Carts <laughs> puts a twenty in, and right away he gets into the bonus. We're like, let's fucking go, Carts, and he gets into the bonus and he wins like eight dollars or something, or he wins like yeah. thirty two dollars. And so oh, he starts playing it, playing it, playing it, playing it. Gets down to twenty eight, and Steve was like, pull it out, Carts, take it out. Like you're done, you're done. Take take the eight dollars, and go. And usually Karts never does that. So he's like, all right. And so he takes a slip out, and he has a slip. And sure enough, he doesn't put it back in the machine uh, the rest of the night. So at the end of the night when we are done eating, Karts goes up to the bartender with the slip, thinking yeah. that he's going to get his $28 cash, right? So the guy there, I'm not going to name his name. I don't. I, I know his name, but I don't know who he is. I don't know if he's the owner or what. But yeah. he told Kyle that, oh, we don't give cash for these. You can either put it towards your bill, which he already paid for, or tab, yeah. you can buy merch with it. So what? Kyle's like, okay, like kind of pissed. There was another individual there that had a $10 ticket that also went yeah. up with carts. So they had $38 total, right? So the guy yeah. goes, I'll tell you what. You guys got 38 bucks. You each can pick out a T-shirt. So Kyle's thinking, okay, I had a $28 ticket. He had a $10 ticket, and we're both getting a T-shirt. So Kyle, right off the bat, was like, I'm getting fucked here, right? Yeah. So Kart's trying to wheel and deal, you know, like, oh, can I get a hat too? And the guy's like, oh, that's $22 by itself. So Kart's just, and the guy's kind of like, you know, him and Kart's are kind of dueling a little bit. He's getting pissed yeah. at Kart's. 
I mean, Kurtz had no, he was not in the wrong at all. Like, I also would have ch- no. challenged the shit out of it. And yeah, so, that's, that's really so finally, what Kurtz if you would have like, won a thousand dollars? That's what that we thing. said. Cause like, <laughs> we're like, like you could probably buy the bar. That's what we were that making rate. jokes about. Like, what if you hit the, like, yeah, what if you get a max win? Like, what happens? Like, yeah, you can just a couple t shirts and a couple hats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, no, actually, f- I'll take my two so grand. Weird. So, so finally, Kurtz is done, ta- like, fighting him and he gets his t shirt and. Which, gets this t-shirt that he hates because he's never going back there again. <laughs> which we, they're, like, all night made jokes about that, too. But So we get out, and then another guy in our group was like, like, I think that's illegal. Like, I think those machines need to pay out cash, but if they don't, there needs to be at least a sign that tells you that, right? Because yeah. after we played, there was a lady there that was just fucking getting arthritis just, in her fingers from smashing that button. So I don't know, like, how much money in, she, she put in. I, I don't know, but she we were thinking a box that, full of t-shirts. <laughs> We were thinking that maybe, if that's the case, you only get merch or take it off your tab. That there's got to be a sign because I I feel like you need to pay cash out of those because yeah, you get like cash, you know, because it's like you put cash into the machine. So, yeah. and I don't know how much their merch actually costs, you know. So they they could be making a pretty good penny out of that, and yeah. you, you can't be making profits <clears throat> off fucking selling five dollar t shirts for $20. right, right. So. It was that was a whole thing, and it was funny because we went to Tigs. It was like a fundraiser for the hockey association, and there was a fifty-fifty. And of course, the degenerates we are, Carts and I, immediately were just like, "How much is a ticket?" So we put in yeah. like ten bucks into the fifty-fifty. <laughs> going for it, and we were just making jokes. We're like, "Oh, Carts, so what t- what Tigs T-shirt are you gonna buy with the fifty-fifty winnings?" <laughs> That's so terrible. But it was. Oh uh, my gosh. Yeah. So I, I don't know if we got to send the fucking Michigan lottery over to to Tigs or what, but. I don't know what's going on there. Gosh, that is insane. <clears throat> I, I want to look that up now. Because the just crack, imagine it's just cracked the code again. The guy in our group said that you would think that it, there has to be like a sign that says, you "Yeah, know, that winning, no winnings cash." Are, yeah, but it was maybe, maybe they're just <clears throat> maybe they're just used to um, all of the people that play that just pay their bar tabs with right. Them if they win I mean, I like, that's what I would have done, but obviously Kyle had already paid for it, so it's like, what do you do? It's like, fuck, yeah. I gotta buy a shitty T-shirt. But that'd be terrible. Put in a twenty, you win like a hundred bucks. You're like, yeah, like, I know. And they're like, no. Nah, and he said but. you can put it towards your tab like tomorrow or like you know, but still, it's a, yeah, it's but a, still, you'd think you'd get fucking cash out of it. It's backwards, <laughs> but good lord. But camp weekend was was definitely a success. Uh, can't wait. Usually we, we used to run like two trips a year, like one in the fall, one in the winter, but usually the winter one is around new year's Eve. So it was kind of like oh, yeah. a little tough for guys to get out there. Um, but after this trip, Luke is like, yeah, we're, I don't think we're going to do any October trips anymore. We're going to make it <laughs> exclusively <Late> September. September. <laughs> yeah. Because, and he's like, and we're going to have two bikes out there too. So if one fucking dies, like we'll have a, a second for backup, but it was a fucking hell of a time. And it was, God, what other funny, very, very memorable. <laughs> I got another funny story about Kyle. Hopefully he doesn't mind any of this, but so Friday night, I, I actually went to bed first Friday night, which wow. I wasn't proud of, but I was fucking tired. <laughs> I dude. wasn't, I wasn't proud of Cause I had got, gotten up so early, obviously for work and I wasn't able to get a nap in. So I just, you know, from waking up at 3am to going out there drinking all day, it was like 11 o'clock and I was like, son of a bitch, I'm tired. So oh I went my to gosh. Well, you made it twenty hours. So I went to so I went to bed first, and I don't think it was a problem because everyone understood the situation. But I got up at like six, right? Because I get up super early, and I I mean I was well rested. Christ, it's like eight hours of sleep. 
Yeah. So I, I am up at six, like ready to go, like you know, throwing some more fire in the in the fir- in the stove, and I get out there, and Kyle, I don't know, because I again, I don't remember anything that happened after eleven because I was sleeping, but I get out there and I see everyone, you know, there's some blow up mattresses and some makeshift mattresses, guys on the couch. I go over by the furnace. Kyle is fucking on the ground, fetal position, laying on top of his duffel bag and just his oh, jeans and a jacket, no, and I'm dude. like, Kyle. Like curled up next to the furnace, like I was like, Kyle, get the fuck out, go in my bed, because I had an actual bed, because oh, I was, because wow. when you get out there early enough, you can pick a bed, you know, and oh. claim and claim it. So you bolted. Because there's there. about there's about six beds, but there's two guys that always sleep together in the same bed, which is a funny story. But um, so I was like kicking Kyle, and I was like, get up, dude. I was like, go into my bed, but he was like a fucking dog, just curled up on top of his duffel bag. And he, and he like he just got up, didn't say a word, just went right into the bed and like went to sleep. But it was funny because I had woken up that Saturday morning too after I got Kyle up, put some wood in the furnace, like, and it was really early. I took my shit, obviously in the in the outhouse that's just needs Doorless. to be banned forever. Um, and I did, does I, it, I did it doesn't have a door, right? No, it it it, it does, but it needs to be open because it smells so bad in there. Oh, <laughs> um, but so. I was one and I was one and one and done for the weekend too in the outhouse. I only took a shit once in the outhouse, and usually it's like three, All four, weekend? five. Yeah, because we went out to play one wiffle per ball. Day or? So I was able to shit at Merritt's, the gas station in Mass, oh. and I was able to shit like at Pit Stop. So yeah, I was like Swear one and done it. after Saturday morning. I was like, I'm done. I'm not shitting there anymore. <laughs> so I I took my shit, like put some more wood in the furnace, like. I was cleaning up a little bit. It started to snow, and I wanted people to start getting up because that's the one thing that sometimes at camp guys like to sleep in, and I've been guilty of that plenty of times. Yeah. But I wanted guys to start getting up and start moving, you know, get the hangover off and stuff. So I, it was it was snowed. It, it snowed Friday night. So when waking up Saturday, I was, like, the first one to see it, and I was like, holy fuck, look at the snow on the ground. So I started playing blaring Christmas music on my phone. <laughs> oh my god, just annoying the shit out of everyone. It was like over. outside cleaning and I was like whistling and shit and guys were just like looking out the window like what the fuck you doing? <laughs> and I was just like, "Boys, it's Christmas." We went straight to Christmas <laughs> and finally got a couple guys up and then later one of them was like, "Dude, thanks for getting up so early and getting us fired up to to get up and get after it cuz literally when you get up, you make coffee, breakfast, and you just start drinking. Doesn't matter what time. <laughs> It's basically oh, two man. hours after you get up. That's when you start. Oh, yeah, that's just brutal. It's like la- it's like a mini Labor Day out of camp. Yeah, a little bit, a <laughs> little bit. But son of a bitch, it was a blast, and I fucking can't wait to go back. Played a lot of cribbage too. Cribbage was huge. Oh, nice. yeah. um, I didn't know you know how to. So play. that was a lot of fun. Play. Just learned about a couple months ago. Molly, say, Molly had his a little uh, travel one travel board, and yeah. uh, we used that. Um, she taught me how to play and caught on fairly quickly and yeah it was fucking it's a blast you know i might as well show this quick let me grab it it's right here no it was good so uh emily uh chris's uh sister who may or may not be want to be named uh has been doing some woodwork and i I guess contracted. That's not the word, but um, yeah, for I, yeah, I had had her make me a Michigan uh, cribbage board. Uh, so shout out to the YouTube. Well, not so half of Michigan though. Half of Michigan. <clears throat> no. <laughs> oh no. So the pegs go in 
the UP. Oh wow, okay. So there's a card holder thing that That's you can That's fucking the cards sick. On and then it's got a little flip top thing and all the Oh my god, she could sell that shit. And I think she's she's going she's trying to, so I mean That's a wonderful we'll, idea. We'll plug it later. And I haven't actually played got a chance to play Cribbage on um this board yet, but mm-hmm. yeah, I learned from the guys at the orchard. Um It's a great buddy, game. Yeah. It's a great it's game. A, a blast mm-hmm. so it really is but we played the fuck out of that like all weekend just like games after games after games like who wants next just <laughs> grinding cribbage We're just getting <laughs> fucked up what other <laughs> do you guys have you guys have like cornhole there or, we usually um, do but it was so sloppy out that we didn't you know it was, yeah. ba- it was basically raining sleeting or snowing like at all times throughout the did weekend. you guys did you guys other than your your misadventures outside that you named did you guys like just hang out in the camp the whole time or was it a lot of yeah outside, there's a well i mean it's 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 a lot of back and forth just like outside hanging out by the outside fire in, inside playing cribbage euchre there's always like half there's always like half the camp that takes adventures um oh, okay. they because there's a second cable car actually up the river that are, i don't know if they put in or if there's if there's another camp up there that needs it but it's a little ways from the camp, but there's always like a group of guys that'll go and hike to that second cable car, and gotcha. I think there's a little dopage in there too, but I'm not sure. It's like a yeah. adventure hike, a, yeah. you know, a little smoke trip, but I'm not sure if that's what they actually do. But there's a there's a good amount of guys that that'll go on that, but I didn't Dang. I didn't go on that this year. And so, how do all these guys know each other? So so there's so let me just kind of a mixed. Let, let me just it's like a mixed look at the, I won't share it on the screen i'm just gonna take a look but so luke obviously is the master of the friend yeah. group obviously his then camp it, him and then his his brother right and ethan yep and then the dude that took the yoda up there actually is his cousin okay and there's two brothers in that connection so that's four yeah. right there then four, obviously yeah. me and kyle carts yeah over oh, friends with you know T Tyler Bailey and like yep. James Demit and all those James Demit was out there. Yeah, Dang. great time. James is a fucking great hang. But then there's two guys from downstate that Luke met at Ferris that he roomed with, and they're okay. they're good shit too. I mean, they're basically like I don't know city youpers. I like to call them like they're they're good yeah. they're good shit. Transplants. And then <laughs> yep. And then there's like th- three or four others that are from the Copper Country that just have kind of moved around. Like one's downstate, yeah, one's in Wisconsin, but we're all kind of connected, and I obviously know all of them fairly well because you've been, you've been going a couple years. I've been going out there, yeah. I've probably been out there for the last like probably five years. Really? Um, yeah, Dang. I would I would say it's probably been about five years. I'd probably would have to guess my first trip was probably five years ago, but and it's just. It's just a fucking great group of guys. I mean, Dal, because Dal was uh, obviously at Tigs for the uh, the hockey thing because he's a coach. And he's, yeah. he's been doing a lot for the Antonagon Hockey Association, too. So shout out to Dallas. But he was like, holy fuck, who are these guys? Like, he was just, you know, because we had a huge table of 13 yeah. guys. He's like, what the hell? And I told him that we there was a possibility of us going. And so when we showed up, actually, we showed up before he did. But he was just like, holy fuck, boys, you made it. And and he, we were talking earlier, and he was like, these guys are fucking awesome, huh? And because we always, like, every year, we try to get the, the stashes, like, for camp. Like, there's, there's like, oh, really? four or five of us that grow out the, the crust stash for camp. 
Nice. And uh, so he was just analyzing like all their mustaches too. Like he's like, look at this guy's fucking crustache. But yeah, Dal was like, what a what a great group of guys, huh? Like he saw that right away too because it was just we're it, Tigers was just a riot, and it was <laughs> it was so much fun. I've I've only had <clears throat> a great and also very weird time every time I've been to Tigers. Yeah. It's only been a handful. <laughs> Same thing with like the Rusa bar. Yeah. Yeah, we but. usually go out to Rusa, but that was Tigers was, took the took the cake that uh, this weekend just because my dad was playing. And of course, I fucking got up and played a couple songs. And it was so annoying because my dad, like, I I oh, wanted yeah. to, I wanted to, I was like, yeah, like I, I will. But the <laughs> Such fucking a sap. the group of guys though that were with us, yeah. my dad would be like, all right, Tony, like, come on up, and all of them. Tony, Tony, like slamming yeah. the fucking table. So then all of a sudden the whole bar is doing it. I'm just like, oh, oh my God. God. I'm like, yeah. you guys don't have to do that. Like, I'm going to go up willingly. Like, you don't have to do that. So every time my dad would call me up, like, just to do the slightest of things, like, oh, can you, you know, like, while we're playing, if we're too loud, can you? And I'd go up and, like, change stuff. Tony, Tony. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just cheering. I'm like, God you guys, damn it. You guys were, you guys were hammered. I played the fucking harmonica for one of the songs, and my dad was like, oh, come play it. Fucking Tony, Tony. Just banging the fucking <laughs> tables, too. Like, shaking the building. Like, calling my name. I'm just like, fuck you guys. Like, you don't have to do this every single fucking time. And that, that, that bar is an absolute, for those of you who don't know, Tig's bar <clears throat> is an absolute, it's a, what I would call a shotgun style setup. It is a very elongated bar and it is not wide at all. So when you got a band at one end, you can, your ears are bleeding when you're on the shitter at the mm-hmm. other end. It's, it's it was, brutal. It was very loud. And we were the close table. Obviously my ears are shot, but like there's a couple guys that were just like, Christ, are they loud or something? Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, it sounds pretty good. They're they're fine. <laughs> but son of a bitch, what a fucking what a fucking weekend it was. And again, I'm looking forward to, to getting back out there. Get away, you so cat. Two, one. All right. So that was that was Tony and I. Um, chit-chatting about camp. Now we have, we welcome to the podcast. The dogs are here. Shiner and Dylan Berkeley. Rap, insert rap horn. Bam, bam, bam. Oh, dude. Uh, uh to step out, and we have a small list of topics here. Uh, oh, Chris has got the rap horn on command. That is impressive. <laughs> Uh, we are we are a hundred percent grains are us out here today. You guys are so grainy. <laughs> it's dude, I got the grainiest cam. <laughs> I'm grainy. No, Dylan, actually, your yours yours is the least grainy. I've actually got a thin slice of potato over my screen right now. Chris, Chris and I are skids are us on the uh, on the uh, laptop cameras here, dude. This is brought to you by <laughs> Nintendo DS. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the Motorola Razor, the first, the first one. <laughs> Wipe that, that off with my sock that I took off my right foot. Bro, remember taking pictures on your Razor? It was like taking pictures of Minecraft people. <laughs> <laughs> Look at you like, holy shit, this is a like sick picture. Eight-bit pictures. That's like, a, like a, uh, what was it, the Pokemon Snap or whatever on the Game Boy? Had the little hmm. camera you attached on the top. It took literally like eight-bit photos. You don't say. I never saw that. I only had the Game Boy Light. 
that plugged into the top. There is actually concert. Uh, some guy, some photographer, took concert photos with a uh, Game Boy with the. Um, <laughs> um, Had to have been like a, a hardcore show at like First Episcopal Church. It was like a, <laughs> it was like a festival, and it was like an outdoor festival, and oh, man, I can't find it. That's that's awkward. Oh, well, that's. Oh, sorry. Okay. Said the G word. Timestamp. We're timestamping. We are timestamping. Dude, come on. You don't got to cut that. I just, come on. <laughs> All right. Reset the whole, we'll start over. No, we ain't restarting <laughs> over. <laughs> All right. So the first topic I have today is. What do you got, man? Right next to me. I got to pull these bad boys up. Oh, dude. Hold on. Ladies and gentlemen, the champion of Chile. Yeah, dude. So these are the three trophies that I have because the other years I probably uh, drank enough and got a ride home where I don't really remember where the trophies went. But yes, uh, the boys are. Okay, so how many years have you won? Um, so, uh, this is the fifth annual. I've been there since the first, um, and this is my third gold. Uh, so I didn't get the triple crown three in, uh, the, uh, three in a row. Um, but I got two in a row and then two silvers and then this year gold. So, you know what, man, you're a goddamn champion. That's what yeah. you are. And so there is, uh, there's an acceptance speech that I could probably throw on the, uh, the uh, Twitter, but the long and short of it is, um, I had talked with, uh, Aaron, Aaron Franklin. He's the guy who, who hosted chili cook And I said to him this year, I was like, man, should I, should I do what, what I'm comfortable with? Should I do with like what works and, uh, go with like a white chili, which is what won, um, for me two years in a row. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's like, man, go with what you know. And, and I was like, you know what? I think the true test of a good cook is to make anything, just anything from the hip, um, in the category of chili that is, and that's going to be it. That's going to be the one. So yeah, I went with a uh, red chili this year and I did a beef. It was a beef short rib chili seared beef, short rib, um, braised, uh, I did did not braise it. I did a crock pot. I always, every single year I've got a trusty crock pot. Same deal. When that thing dies, I have a proper burial for it because, um, that thing has competed and won five years with me. So, um, <laughs> that anyway, thing's, that thing's could, fucking 10 years, man. So I could actually, I should actually post the recipe on the Twitter, post like a link and like a pic of your crock pot. Yeah. Just, you know, every, every year I take it out and then put it back away until I cook. something. So you do, you do one batch of chili in a crock pot for the yep. competition. And this is, wow. the fifth, and this is the fifth year in a row that I didn't have any chili left at the end. So Holy even, crap. Even the years I got silver, um, all my chili was gone. I came home with a uh, completely empty crock pot, which is pretty cool. Dang. So the, the boys are marching. Did it. <laughs> so, I was also telling everybody, like, it's so funny. <clears throat> this is kind of like an introspective moment between us all. And we'll get back to comedy or try or attempting comedy, but comedy. It's, it's really funny that um, one of the only things that I'm competitive in is is food related and like you guys competed through football and through hockey and chris you did some baseball um like well all throughout like our high school years and i didn't compete in like anything except for like basketball one year so yeah true 
But if I wouldn't have played basketball, we weren't, wouldn't be sitting here right now, and I wouldn't have won five <laughs> in a row. So yeah, dude. You know, sometimes you gotta fucking sit bench on the varsity team for a couple of years, yeah, and you'll be a chilly champ. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> fucking sports are lame, anyways, dude. Senior year three times just to yeah. just to be good at the sport. <laughs> like that scene in bench warmers where he hands him he hands him the 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 slip with the crayon on it and says i am 12 and there's a 20 dollar bill i am 12 he's a beard you know nick swartzen wrote that whole movie really yeah nick swartzen's a great great comedian yeah grandma's boy too man fuck what a flick Dude, so what is white chili i don't even know what the fuck that is so white chili isn't that chicken chili yep yep so um, white bean chicken chili the base, cilantro and lime yeah the base is like um uh it's like chicken broth and at the end you like put a couple bricks of cream cheese in it and like stir them in there and thicken it up you gotta have some sort of starch in there but yeah it's usually chicken some people put like black beans corn uh like chris said cilantro lime i did one year i did like i did seven different peppers in it and it was mm. cold. so actually the names are kind of funny so the first year I did a white chicken chili, uh, and the title of it was, um, cause you, you come up with a cool name every year. So, um, my name for the first year, uh, for the chili was, um, oh fuck. What was it? Oh shit. Now I'm, now I'm blanking. Um, that's a good fucking name, dude. <laughs> it was, uh, oh, it was, uh, Sig's, uh, seven pepper siege. Nice. Um, and I had I had a oh. Garen Yellows, Poblanos, Jalapenos, Serranos. Uh, I think I threw some ancho chilies in there, hatch chilies, bunch of different stuff. The next year I did a white white chili again, same recipe, but I did pork shoulder instead, mm. and I called it Wilbur's Revenge. <laughs> um, and then the third year escapes me. I don't remember what it was. And this escapes me. Last year I did a um, a brisket chili, and it was. Um, it was the, the bacon bourbon brisket smoke show. And then this year was the, the beef short rib. That was, um, I called it devious mud, which I'll let the listener Google that. It's a, it's a bit of a nerd. Um, it's an homage to a, a a game that we used to play as kids. Hey, Hey, which, which chili is the one that you poured in, uh, your, uh, your fucking girlfriend's driveway. That was my roommate's, (laughs) my roommate's girlfriend's chili. Uh, he's no longer with her. Um, and, uh, her, Rest in peace, her, the relationship. Hers, hers was pretty rough. They had, uh, she had like carrots in it. Yeah. yeah it was just, That's a no go at this station. It was just thick. And I didn't want to, didn't want it. I was going to leave the crock pot in my car cause I was going to wash it. And then, you know, he, or he was going to wash it and I didn't want it in my car. So I pitched it over the side of the, <laughs> <laughs> which I thought was a grassy area under bushes and some like local neighborhood cat would mm-hmm. eat it. But didn't they make you clean it up? Clean in the driveway. Sure did. I went. I sure went to did. go clean it up, and it was already cleaned up. So oh. that was sort of fucking it. dog ate it. The homeless bums probably ate it for yeah. us. Uh, for us, yo shit, <laughs> this shit has carrots in it, dude. Yo, skinny, what the fuck is this? Carrots in this chili? <laughs> for the listener, go back and listen to the episode Darv, and you'll get more background on that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about Darv. Um, so what a horrible got- person. So I've had a I've had a kind of a bang up a bang up month. I had I turned thirty. I won a golf scramble with my buddy Luis, um, shooting eleven under. One gold at the chili cook off. Went on an Dang, absolute, dude. He, went on an absolute heater in beer pong at the chili cook off. And uh, I also uh, my roommate 
uh, got a new. We have a cat in our house now in our apartment. So you're batting for a thousand right now. Yeah, minus the cat, I guess. I guess you're yeah. batting seven fifty. I know, but... I know you hate cats, but he's a he's a good cat. And his name, ironically enough, and this is the name from the people that we got him from, is Oliver. So <laughs> kind of crazy. Probably off the movie. Disney movie, Olive, Disney Oliver movie. Twist, Oliver, Oliver Twist. the cat, oh, Oliver, Oliver Twist. and Company. Please serve, please serve more porridge. I just fucking said it. Oliver the cat. Oh yeah, Milo and Otis. <laughs> Milo and Otis got it. No country I, for I, old man. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out. <laughs> no country for old men. <laughs> Dude, that's a good fucking movie. Dude, one of the fucking best movies I think is good. No Country for Old Men. Okay. That shit is uh, like so suspenseful. Without like like it's such a like simple shot, like one frame, yeah, scenes, and you're just like, what the hell's going on the whole time? I always get that movie in uh, three ten to Yuma, oh. which that's another good one. Um, so <clears throat> what else is going on? Um, student loan forgiveness uh, applications up, so oh yeah, you guys should head over to uh, studentaid.gov and uh, plug your information in. Interesting. Actually, Chris, Chris you are you are you getting straightened out by the uh, army there? They they score. I'm con- I'm I'm curious if I can fleece the system and just ask ask for ten grand because I'm going to college. Well, you just incriminated yourself, so you probably shouldn't do that. I don't give a fuck. I was stealing from self checkout for fucking ten years, bro. <laughs> oh my gosh, the old bananas under the diapers, right? The old fucking the old taco seasoning on everything. Just fucking... He just brings a roll of duct tape. <laughs> duct tape's taco pack. You got the, the, the Walmart in the town I live in. They would literally like check your fucking receipt item by mm-hmm. item. Yeah, that's like that's I cool. heard a way to get around that is uh, put all the bags in your hands and then put your receipt in your mouth as you're walking out. And then and then, and then then say you have COVID and cough when they take it yeah. out. That's called retail fraud. <laughs> and it is a crime. And it's it's a crime. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Why? Speaking of Alaska, I, uh, I messaged uh, Corbin, our good, good buddy Corbin. I'm not sure if he's a listener, but... Missed that guy, man. Yeah, I was ke- kind of catching up with him and... We realized that it had been the last time that I had hung out with him or saw him was like probably like five years ago, four years ago at least. Same. Crazy, man. Yeah, sucks. Sucks when you think about it. He's telling me to move out to Alaska. (laughs) Well, what do you think? It's a long drive. Oh, yeah, dude. I think think one of us has got to get like a bush pilot license, like like a bush plane and a pilot's license. I think once Dylan retires, he can do all that cool stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> Switch over to the the Air Force and fuck that, fly, dude. How to fly? <laughs> if you just get a pass, like if you if you're a pilot, like a like, you know, like a Navy or an Air Force pilot, if you can just walk in and be like, "Hey, can I get like a just a a regular pilot's license?" I mean, you get a pilot's license from. Well, you have to test into it, I'm sure. <clears throat> yeah, and you got to have like the perfect vision and stuff, which I think yeah. I'm, I'm kind of screwed. Um, but I just want to say good evening passengers. Uh, you don't need perfect vision to be a, to get your person, like your, like a fucking normal pilot's license, like to be like a commercial pilot, you do, but I'm yeah. pretty sure like I could get up, like you could get your fucking 
pilot's license and not have like perfect eyes. Go down to Menards and buy a a, a kit to build a Cessna, and you're on your way. That'd be sick. <laughs> My buddy Matt has a uh, who he's a, he's actually a listener. Shout out to Matt. Um, his dad has his pilot's license, and he hand riveted an entire plane together. Like 10, that's cool. Oh, like ten thousand units or something. Yeah, I'll be doing that. That's for sure. What the heck? What the heck? Can you guys still hear me? Yeah, we got you. Oh, my Zoom is bugging. There we go. There we go. Yeah. Another thing to note with uh, with Zoom is that your audio, um, regardless of your connection, will, will should come in pretty cool. Yeah, that's kind of what I figured. So even if you glitch out, you can just like hold your breath for a couple minutes while it uh, while your internet catches up. Um, yeah. But, Today we've got some we've got some interesting things that happened over the weekend. Today is uh, Thursday, the twentieth. Uh, Fuck, uh, dude, that's East. one more day before my last day until I get some long time off. Yeah, how's that? Oh, uh, it's, it's gonna be so nice. How's that going? Your your how how one more day at, at at your job? I thought you had like four. Well, dude, I mean, if we're if we're saying because this comes out on Thursday. Oh, when the right, people right, right. when when the that, people hear it that podcasting i don't even know what i'm I don't even know what but I'm uh yeah right now it's tuesday and i'm ready to fucking stop showing up <laughs> so <clears throat> what was that thing you sent about your boss he was saying he was talking talking shit or something what was he i can't even remember i was just bitching <laughs> i won't be i won't besmirch him on the pod wow. he's a great dude <clears throat> great dude that is losing another great dude so what's, yeah. what's your what's your next thing you got lined up? Not telecom. Telecom. Yeah, internet. Telecom. Telecom. Yeah, internet and stuff like that. DSL. You gonna be out in the out in the bibs? I don't know. Doing, doing I'm not sure. Bore, bore shots. I think it's gonna be like um, conduit. From what I was told, is a lot of in-home installs uh, for people in town that are getting fiber. Gotcha. installed so a lot of installing fiber and stuff like that well you are definitely a part of history <clears throat> isn't it kind of funny that the up hasn't like is one of the places in the u.s that just hasn't caught up with like the rest of the world it's crazy like it's crazy <laughs> you're literally a part of you're a part of history in a in a, mm-hmm. in a, in a very like a pretty significant way actually um, yeah one of a bunch of people that are helping bring the uh the first world to the up <laughs> true i think starlink changed a lot though for the up yeah especially i mean the starlink and the nmu towers are pretty impressive things these the northern michigan towers are like these just big cell phone towers but they just project internet to routers in people's houses receivers hmm. and then um the Starlink shit, you just get a, a receiver and it tracks satellites as it goes, as the satellites pass by it, the receiver moves and they're just low flying satellites made by our buddy Elon. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like your Wi-Fi wouldn't be that good though. It's pretty good speeds. It's like uh like 60 upload and then like 12 download. So not horrible. All the gamers are scoffing at that probably. <laughs> I mean, 60, 60 megs upload. It's crazy. Like now people like scoff at anything under 200 megabits per second, which is crazy fast. I don't even know what the fuck we have. I think it's a hundred megabytes. I think it's like, what do you have? Spectrum? No, I don't have, it's called a fucking, 
What is it? Sudden link. Mm. Well, it got changed to fucking optimum, but it's it's fucking. I mean, the quality is not bad. Like I, I mean, I play video games. I don't really play much anymore, but yeah, but it's we stream basically every every game you know on weekends. It's good, so yeah, it's no jamma dots though. <laughs> True. It's no, it's no charge. I'll tell you what, do you have do you have coax cable or do you use Cat five cables to like connect your shit? Like, do you have like what you're used to growing up, where there's like a cable box with like a black cable that screws into the back of it? So there's a cable that goes into the wall that plugs into the router. Hmm. And the router goes into my fucking. Uh... No, I have a, I have the com- the combo. Man, nice. Yeah, so I have that in like around here. It's super spotty. Like I'll try to stream a football game. Oh wait, excuse just... me. I... What? what the was it? A modem? The other part? Yeah, it's a modem. Yeah. So I have a modem going into a router. Sorry. Right. That's right. what it is. So Chris, yep. Chris is getting learnt, learnt on uh, telecommunications. Well, I, I, it's actually, it's actually kind of crazy because I did it for well six months before I worked at this propane and propane gig, and um, I was. It's like something that you really have to dive into because it's like code and wiring and a lot of uh, different understanding of you know voltage and shit like that. So then when you when you like refresh yourself and it's all different because everything's updated and changed. So you're like, Holy fuck. I don't remember any of this. Um, so I, I definitely have to talk about this cause I've never seen this. Apparently they did it a lot in the eighties and you're going to see a little bit of chaos here at the Tennessee and the Alabama. Game. Oh my God, dude, this is so sweet. Let me uh, share my screen here. <laughs> If I can find the, uh, <laughs> should be. All right. So we are, we are now sharing. Um, <clears throat> so I don't know much about this tradition. If this is a tra- tradition, I've never uh, seen this done. I, I heard, saw this on Twitter and I was losing my mind because I couldn't believe that they, that these fans, these Tennessee Vols fans, Ripped off the goalpost at the end of an incredible win, apparently. Holy shit, dude. Tore it off and hauled it. I'll click. There are so many fucking people on that field. Whoa, dude. There's people surfing on this thing. And the stadium owners just, like, let them do it or what? I mean, there's so many people there. They literally can't. Just not enough security guards. Oh, look, look at these jacked, sexy bros, man. Just, just. I mean, I'm sure it's. <laughs> they haul this thing up, up the freaking side of the stadium through all these. Jesus. They threw it over the edge, or what? But eventually, there. I, I don't it's know. Like Lord of the Flies in there. I don't know if somebody faked this or what, but they get it out of there. They must dumped it off the side. Dude, they're bringing it up, and they hauled it to. It's the nearby river. I don't know. I don't know go up, up, up. where they were playing, but dude, the Tennessee nearby. volunteers are volunteering right now, bringing that goalpost out of that stadium. Um, oh, that's funny. what is this? What do you got? Kino on already? Come on, dude. <laughs> that's for later. Sorry. Um, sixty-six. So. Call it. So Tony has already picked a number. <laughs> um, he did. Another thing I think we should just go right into is, um. Uh, Blink-182 has 
rejoin with their non-original lineup, their secondary line, lineup, um, with the Mark, Tom, and Travis show. Travis Parker, Mark Hoppus, and Tom DeLong has they've reconvened, have a new song out called Edging, and they are releasing a new album. And there's a massive world tour that has a leg um, in Detroit. And I don't know if where you guys looked at tickets. I looked I at tickets in, in Detroit. And, I looked in Houston. Well, I looked uh, at every. I looked at a lot of shows. Yeah, Ryan, Ryan Kaipanen, good buddy, uh, messaged <sighs> me and he said, "I." He's like, "I think we have to go" or something to that effect. And I told him because I remember when Rage Against the Machine got back together, and the tickets were like seven hundred dollars. I know, dude. And I told Ryan, I was like, "Dude, those tickets are going to be astronomical." And he's like, "He's like, no way," you know. And uh, a couple days later, he messaged me. He's like, you were right about the tickets. <laughs> found, like, a floor seat for $1,500. <laughs> and, like, like seats in the stands were going for, like, 800 like, way in the back corner, probably behind a, a trash can. Comical. <laughs> and it, it's just, like, I don't Comical. know. Comical. It's tough to see because you just, I mean, like, I would love for all of us to, to find a show to go to. I mean, I'm sure there'd be flights involved and yeah sitters and whatnot but man i guess live streams are gonna have to be good enough i'm sure they're gonna film it um and i don't know somebody in peru like isn't there a show show like peru or something like that like the first show world tour yeah they're going all the way to south america like soccer stadiums central america fucking europe australia so, but dude, it's just gonna be blink when they're just gonna be doing like their old shit i mean yeah it's cool i guess but like so what, how much uh, are you, how much are you willing to fucking spend to go see this shit? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, it is it is absolutely a, like it's just obscene the amount there. I mean, tickets are going for for top dollar anyways because it's post COVID and things still haven't chilled out in the live kind of the live scene. But well, the economy's fucked, so they're like, oh, inflation, man. So <laughs> raising ticket prices. So Matt Skiba is officially out of Blink-182. I wonder why. I'm wondering. Um, yeah, made it made it through two albums, though. Made it through two albums, California and Nine. Did you find any info why he's out? I I didn't find any info on that, believe it or not. I just... I yeah, I was, exactly. was kind of looking around, too. It was um, they just was it just like kind of like a thing, like, okay, I'm out. Like, Tom said he's down. And he's out of his mental hospital. I saw somewhere that oh. Tom Tom thanked thanked um, Matt for keeping the band alive, like essentially in his absence. Yeah, he wrote him a message. It was like on, on social media. Yo, Matt, thanks for looking out for the band <laughs> while I was gone. <laughs> so, and it's ironically enough, I think it was was it 2018. Um, the federal government acknowledged extraterrestrials or ufos finally so and i fucking told you all they were real <laughs> so so tom tom went went on his um his journey to to ufo mecca and dude it's crazy ever since i started watching all these fucking blink 182 ads and listening to their music now i keep keep seeing his fucking to the stars campaign oh, yeah all over the place like donate now donate now it's like bitch donate he's making millions on the tour playing damn it every night he's playing four bar chords for an hour just crushing it absolutely crushing it um 
So and I think that brings us to a new <clears throat> to another point here. Um, I haven't listened to all of the 2019 out al- Blink 182 album nine, and I haven't right, listened bye. to all of California in 2016. Um, there's a couple songs that that stood out that I really enjoyed. Um, I didn't listen to any of those. I feel bad now. But for Matt, but the the new song, um, maybe a hot take. And and for those listeners that that aren't in a Blink 182. Uh, if you're into punk music at all, you've probably heard tons of these songs on the radio. Um, but we're going to maybe do a little bit of an in-depth thing here because we all love the band. Uh, we all learned tons of the band stuff. Um, and it kind of shaped a little bit who our uh, musical personalities are. Um, Where are you? And you guys... I'll tell you what. In our group Snapchat. Hold on. You guys, somebody mentioned our group uh, Snapchat when Neighborhoods came out. It was like... Neighborhoods. And see, I just... <laughs> Uh, but that was their last good album, I thought. And and like, and I and I I enjoyed Neighborhoods. I really yeah, did. I did. I do a lot. Um, there's a Natives was a album. sweet song. Natives, Ghost on the Dance Floor. There's a lot of stuff that's like. What's the one about blowjobs? Ser- serpent. Uh, uh, I think so. Snake Charmer. Snake Charmer. Yeah, um, yeah that's a good I one. Got, I got the albums pulled up here, but they're why the the one thing that like same yeah same um and. Blink 182 self-titled album was in 2003, which that album was. I think Tom was in. I think he had started, maybe started Angels and Airwaves just before this, or maybe just slightly after. I should look. Was, I think it was 2003 or four when Angels and Airwaves started. Uh, um, let's see when they, when they became a band. Dylan, you were an Angels and Airwaves fan, weren't you? Yeah. I love I love that band. I think I think that's probably yeah. Their first album was in fucking uh, 2006. Was it Apollo or something? Uh, no, their first album was uh, We Don't Need to Whisper. Oh, 2005. I Empire got them really big in 2007, mm-hmm. and then um, Love and and Love Part Two, which is that's kind of I have that I CD, bro. Almost. Yeah, I know. You still listen to that in your fucking Silver Bullet, bro. Ah, <laughs> yeah, buddy. Um, R.I.P. Anything. Right, dude. That thing's a fucking cube. Oh, speaking that thing, of that thing's a phone battery now. <laughs> so shout out to the YouTube. But God, uh, you sad to say it. When we were um Kelly and I were in Madison, I don't even remember, probably like three years ago at this point. Mm-hmm. There was this kick ass fucking like store. It was like an electronic store. And it sold like I don't even, I literally don't even think it sold like new shit. It just was like all old shit. Like there was sweet original PlayStation's, like fucking old Nintendos, like everything. If you could think of it and like, it was probably in that fucking store. Was it an FYE for your entertainment? No. Was it it second in, second in Charles? Nope. Uh, I'm pretty sure it was like a locally owned. It wasn't like a chain. That's sweet, bro. But. And then on top of all that, there was like a fucking a, a metric fuck ton of CDs of like every single band. You know, it was like unreal. So I actually ended up picking up a copy of I got their first album, Cheshire Cat. Ooh, baby. Probably probably the re the reissue of it. Like um is it is it look is it old? It looks like it's relatively new. Nope. How do you know? How do you can- I mean, the, I don't know if there's any markings on it that would. I don't know uh, if they have the printing date on it. Yeah, if there, there's probably a. The case looks really new, so either they put it in a fresh case or. Dude, how much did you pay for per CD? I wasn't very much. 
Very cool seats. So now those are gonna. Yeah, well, dude, look at the inside. Guess guess who's not in there? <laughs> oh God damn it, <laughs> Matt Skiba. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, Travis. Oh, Travis. Scott, Scott, Scott Rainer. Rainer. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Which is actually and then, funny. And then also, I picked up a copy of um, Dude Ranch. Dude Ranch. Ooh, that's a great album. Two staples, especially for us. We, we really, mm-hmm. we really listen to those albums, like probably more so than. Uh, take off your pants and jacket, self-titled. Yeah, and, I mean those yeah, ones are more state. easier to come by. Like I, like I don't know. I just never. I I just saw these ones. They had they had every Blink One Eight Two album there. They had damn dude Buddha, CD copy of Buddha there too. No, they didn't. You recently found this place, Dylan? No, this was like five, like four, three or three years ago. Oh man, dude, it's so hard to find CDs now. Like you, you can't. To, you just had this one in there ready for the podcast or what? Oh, Kelly grabbed him for me. Thank you. Hi, girl, Kelly. Yeah. Shout out to Kelly. How's she? How's the? Uh, the how's band? Kelly healing up? Oh yeah, she's she's getting around a little better now. Back yeah. in the gym. Back in the gym. Off the wheelchair. Working weights yeah. around yet? <laughs> she was never in a wheelchair. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> she's deadlifted four fifty. Not yet. Um, yeah. So I just I- blow my back out even thinking about that. <laughs> oh. But, but but for real though like i actually do i was like thinking about it i kind of want to start like a cd collection dude gonna, that's what i'm saying it's hard I'm to gonna, find cds I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna start with all blink 182 and alkaline trio albums and like, kind of branch my way out from there yeah dude, nice get hard copies of all because now i gotta get fucking dude if you could snake sorry go ahead because when you're when when we're all 50 years old uh, your kids, instead of pulling out a record player, which they probably still will pull out records, uh, records made a massive come Yeah, those aren't going away. But your kids I have a ton be, of records. Your kids will be uh, playing CDs from your collection. Um, yeah, dude. Kind of a rite of passage. But what do you guys what do you guys think of the new Blink-182 single? I, okay. Can I go first? Yeah, go ahead, man. Um, I think there's a new wave of pop punk that's... um. There's like some sort of hip hop emo y thing to it. Like uh it's very machine gun Kelly a lot of sounding. Samples. Yeah, samples. like a lot of samples. Great. Like Travis Barker kind of invented the style of drumming where it sounds like a drum track or like a like a digitized beat or something. So I don't know. The song it's really cool. It's really catchy. It's a really poppy punk song. I I thought the I thought the chorus and was pretty good and like the end had a pretty good um like a like a course and an ending like build up to the end so it was all right for me it, i mean it wasn't my favorite i don't really listen to that kind of music anymore though yeah a lot of hardcore and, and metal and and all that from you Ma- mainly hardcore though right uh i don't know i've been listening to a lot more death metal lately a little bit of cannibal corpse uh like some six feet under like chris barnes a little bit of some some really old crappy metal so in the propane truck yeah 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 i'm sure with a pocket full of matches i'm sure i'm sure there'll be a uh many propane customers that will miss you rolling up to death metal of course a lot of the places you went to were like not abandoned but like in the build process you didn't have a lot of facetime with people you were kind of just went out there and did your thing right well uh it depends like sometimes it's going out to like a a lot of camps or filling tanks where you don't talk to people. But when you're doing service, sometimes there's a guy hovering over your shoulder the whole time. That is the worst. 
Oh yeah. Absolute worst. But back to the song. Yeah. I, I thought it was probably very low ranking on my list of blink 182 songs. Yeah. I think for me, the, uh, <clears throat> the big thing was that it seemed like the, the music, the music was all very, very compressed, very, um, edited very mechanical yeah um the writing seemed like it was blink 182 but it it was like the instrumentation really wasn't there it was all kind of like all one sound kind of coming yeah, in, in yeah whereas like previously mark hoppus on the bass um and and tom on guitar every single instrument was was their own i, I almost attribute to like a red hot chili peppers album mm. um you know you have you you have anthony kiedis's voice um, what's his nuts on drums? I can't think of why am I blanking on his, his name? Chad Smith. Um, Chad Smith. And then yeah. you have, um, which was, uh, Josh Klinghoffer on guitar and now is oh, act two. John Frusciante. Frusciante. Yep. And then, um, Flea on the bass. And you could, every single song you could pick out each what part, they were like doing. the spotlight. Mm. Yeah. They were all doing different parts, mm -hmm. but it all, it all came at you, but it was easy to pick a part, you know, and, and they're not in recording they're not um they're not too much for for crazy compression like right. mastering anyway right but, uh, right all those things aside it, it wasn't many standout parts in the song which i was right. disappointed about because i thought they were going to flex the muscle but ever since neighborhoods came out tom DeLong's style went more to effects and went to to things that it's almost like audio like digitized well like the, just if you look at it this way Tom's guitar work on Neighborhoods um, feels like it needs all of the effects that he would normally have on his guitar mm -hmm. during an Angels and Airwaves record. If you listen right. to those riffs, if they had like a bunch of weird delays and reverbs and lasers, yeah. flangers, if they had all that on them, that album would probably sound way better. And there's probably a fair amount of those effects on there, but they're buried in the mix because it's a Blink record. It's not an Angels and Airwaves record. True. But I'm really afraid that this new stuff is going to be um maybe just just worse than the neighborhoods and right. neighborhoods was good but it was definitely a solid deviation away from what blink 182 was three guys Wait, punk band in california so did the full album drop yet no and i don't know no. when it is supposed to uh so that's like my my other idea to it is like um like that okay so they're they're back together they're gonna release a single so let's have like travis or let's have mark do a couple of like a catchy thing and tom do a catchy thing so like you hear both of them singing and the whole song is just like catchy catchy thing catchy catchy thing and then they're like catchy catchy thing catchy catchy thing da, da, da. and then it's like the same and then they just harmonize a little bit at the end you know hit all the major notes to make everyone like, oh, they're both singing. But it's not like the Blink-182 where there's like a cool bass part and there's a cool rhythm guitar part or anything like that. And and you, you hit it, you hit the nail on the head with that one. I'm trying to find where 2021, uh, where's it? Scheduled for 2023. So it'll be in the new year and I don't know when. I don't know oh, when, dude. I know, I know, um, Googling it right now. How much are these tickets for when we were young fest, by the way? I don't, I don't remember where I saw it, man. That that's, that's not good. I think it was, I want to say it was, um, 
it was like a story or something. I don't, I don't remember where I read it, but it was basically someone said that that all the songs that they're basically going to be putting on this album are ones that they've already written. Really? So from like they're, it's just basically oh. it's just basically like unreleased songs. Interesting. That's that's just what I was like. The last thing I read basically said that. There was basically it's like they're not going to be doing a lot of writing because they're, they're going to be doing the world tour for the next two fucking years. Like they're not going to have time to write shit. It's yeah, true. I think it kicks off. Is it March 11th of 2023 is when yeah. the tour kicks off and they haven't released. Yeah, so they're going to be releasing album in the middle of a tour. Like does, I don't know if that makes sense or not, but yeah they'll probably start off with a few songs and i mean everybody let's it's just like the foo fighters foo, foo fighters had a in my opinion had a good handful of duds after wasting light i've got friends that don't even like wasting light and i thought that was one of their best albums that they'd had dude it got so bad they had to make a movie <laughs> i i understand what chris says and um there was some songs that i didn't enjoy on like the newer albums with, with uh with matt nine and um neighborhoods or California neighborhoods. Um, <laughs> but um, I always, especially with Tom back, like I'm just going to appreciate just in general, just them making music. Yeah, for sure. You know? sure. And plus you got to sure. think like, they can't talk about, you know, like, like the shit they used to talk about, like basically like really like, like childish it. shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah, about like. Yeah, I mean like. They're they're like grown ass men now. They're fucking like Mark is literally fifty years old. Yeah, I just and thought, didn't he just beat brain cancer too? I forget what like, kind didn't of he have, I don't know what brain. kind of cancer. I don't think I was like I thought it was like pancreatic pancreas cancer or something. I don't fucking know, but yeah, he pancreas did. brain pancreas same like, thing. His hair is all grown back, but yeah, he he made it. But that's what the reason why they got um, Tom decided he wanted to come back is because he they, him getting Mark getting sick basically put everything in perspective, which. Nice. It's totally, and I honestly think it's good for it's good for Matt too because like I, I didn't think Blink One Eight Two was his vibe. Like he did a really good job like filling in, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Really good job, like you know when they wrote those two albums, like I said with Matt, but like Matt Skiba's like style is fucking like alkaline trio. Different. Yeah. 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 Talking about getting like fucked up and. But I mean, if you listen to the last couple (laughs) alkaline trio albums, they also have the same. Like they got out of a punky vibe. Like both these bands were like like punk bands when they started, or pop punk bands, I guess. I mean, Alkaline Trio was more of a straight up punk band when they started, but their songs now, I mean, even before Matt went to Blink 182, it was kind of the same vibe. Just like soft, poppy, catchy melodies, shit like that. Yeah, and it's interesting to look like <clears throat> the last Alkaline Trio album was Is This Thing Cursed? Um, which is in 2018, which I thought was great. I thought it was a, it was a step back towards what they came from. Yeah, personally. Um, and there's, I mean, most of the songs are are very strong on that album. Yeah. Um, but everything in also in 2018, they released um, live versions recorded at various different places. Like they did Good Morning, This Addiction. I mean, literally mm. every single one of their albums they had they had re-released but all live versions and that and then sweet the last studio album before is this thing cursed in 2018 was um in 2013 my shame is true which had um i forget what was a big song on that she lied to the fbi i want to be a warhol no, Dude, i didn't I like that album. i didn't uh that wasn't the album that kind of was like a little bit of a 
Yeah, they had Damnesia um, before. I, I, Damnesia, Damnesia was amazing. Acoustic, yeah, and then this edition before. <clears throat> no, dude, they got fucking Crimson live. Oh my God. Yeah, so they've got great, great versions of the songs, and and Alkaline Trio and Blink-182 are both a very good live band, but I would say Alkaline Trio um, is a very good live band in the sense that it does sound true to the album. They sound like <laughs> them always. Um, you know, uh, Dan Andriano, the bass player, and Matt Skiba both can sing, and I think the drummer has some vocals on some the, of the The drummer is really good at singing. So for you, uh, for you fail- for your failures out there, um, this is now turned into a music podcast. Uh, Tony, <laughs> Tony's off, and we're just going to jaw jack about about music for the next four hours. So we're just yapping. <laughs> um, but yeah, on the uh, Blink One Eighty Two stuff, it's just something we take seriously. Okay, guys, jeez, we do take music very seriously. It's a very serious just hit the fucking. There's a little thirty second button. Yeah, just rifle, a couple times. Rifle through. Eventually, you'll end up on uh, Nicholas Cruz and <laughs> and uh, um, and then a round of Kino to close out. <laughs> Nicholas Cruz, man. Yeah, maybe we should get into that. Yeah. A, Shit, uh, dude. So for for those of you living under a rock, um, uh, NPR.org uh, says. A jury recommends life in prison for Parkland shooter Nicholas Cruz. Um, the jury voted uh, in whatever state this is in, Florida. Uh, you need a a full you need a full blown jury, <clears throat> every single member to recommend the death penalty. And uh, out of twelve jurors, they voted um, nine to three, I guess, that um, he shouldn't get the death penalty. So uh, only. Only nine in favor. Um, so it doesn't need to be a, I just, I can't even believe when I read that. Um, oh man, it's just crazy. Like, like why, like I get there's like, everyone's got a right to a fair trial. Yeah. It is a right. But I mean, when you do such a horrendous act, I don't think it should be, you know, debatable what happens to the person who commits it. You know, it's kind of it kind of makes you want us to go back in time to a more rigid and some would agree that the the system is totally the same. But this guy got off. Um, But I just what happened to the Wild West days where it just it's just clear cut and dry. You ran down 17 people and you got a warrant out for your arrest dead or alive. Yeah. You're expelled from school. You bring an AR in and you and you, you grease a bunch of people. And it's. I just cannot even believe that. And, and it goes They walked him out of the school, man. They yeah. walked him. And it goes back to the jury, too, because I I had to, you know, kind of a, a thought there. I kind of sat and chewed on it for a while. Like, what would I do in the situation? Would I would I be like, nope, this guy got him down. He's He shot all these people, innocent teenagers in a high school. He, he doesn't deserve to live. Or... What I think about the implications, you know, what I lose sleep at night kind of thing. What I go, what I go selfish with it and be like, is it going to keep me up at night knowing that my vote sent this kid to the grave? Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of a weird. And some people wrestle with that. Some people think about that, and some people don't. And and it's totally cool either way. And you know, I'll still sit and drink a beer with you if you think otherwise. But I just wondered what I would do in that situation if I had the the choice to vote. You know, would I vote 
and say send him to the electric chair knowing that other people probably wouldn't and so you know i could sleep with that decision it's weird weird to think about it is and i mean i've watched a fair amount of videos of one of his preliminary arrests and interviewing and he waived his rights and they had a camera in the room where they were interviewing him. Oh yeah, and he's like, acting. and you could tell you could tell he was like switching on and off from character of like, yeah, I did this, you know, like I'm scared as fuck. And then when they came in there, he's acting crazy as hell, saying like the demons did it and all this shit. Yeah, and he's just making it up so that they go easier on him. <clears throat> yeah, it's. It's kind of fucked. I mean, what's I? I also think it's messed up. Like for one, like if the dude is legit, like mentally, you know, unstable, then it's there's a whole other fucking, you know, boatload of questions you could be asking. Like, why is this kid have a gun? Like, who gave him the gun? Like, yeah, there's a bunch of questions, questions like that. But if he's not mentally, you know, unstable, then like, what the fuck? Like, yeah, what are you gonna do? Like, what? Like. How does this dude not get the death penalty? Yeah, it's it's it, right. at the end of the day. Like other people, because like if you can just like basically convince people you're insane, like people are gonna be like, well, I can just do this and like go to a fucking bougie ass prison, like not actually get locked the fuck up and like get the actual death penalty. Like, yeah, I was even thinking if I were one of the cops that you know cleared the school, found the shooter, and he surrendered. I would probably even risk losing my job by shooting that guy either way. You think so? I, I, I fucking know it. Yeah, and like I don't if, know what they were instructed to do if they were instructed to eliminate the threat. I mean, once they saw him, I don't know if he had surrendered his weapons. I don't I don't even remember. Yeah, the thing is, like, I'd get fired for that. I don't even fucking care. Yeah. Well, you think about your own kids in that situation, too. and Yeah, you know, dude. You know, there's there's not much going through your mind when you uh, <clears throat> when you have that, uh, or rather, there's a lot going through your mind if you have that sort of situation. So, <clears throat> so. it's just horrible. I think it's just I don't know. There's a lot of things you can blame and piss and moan about, but I don't think it's not it's not going to change anything. You know, the result is the same. That's that's kind of what I go I go back to. It's no matter if he's you know, unstable or just a uh, totally unhinged. Um, those people aren't coming back, you know? So, um, yeah. <clears throat> I guess that's all we'll say about that. Um, do you guys have any weekend updates? Good segue. Just a hard cut <laughs> on Nicholas Cruz. Shit, dude. Fuck Nicholas Cruz. That's all I have to say. Fuck him. Yeah. Let's say it's still die in prison. I know he will. I don't think he's gonna survive long. He have to yeah. get a maximum security kind of, kind of thing. <clears throat> if he's going yeah. to another joint, he's gonna get fucking the fucking Jeffrey Dahmer special, probably. <laughs> the Jeff Dahmer special. Did you guys watch any of that? I know we. No. I think we briefly grazed over on. Nah, I didn't watch it. I I, I I don't have the attention span. Yeah, I'm actually rewatching The Sopranos again. Really. I yep. never, never saw. You, say you don't have the attention span, but you watch The Sopranos. <laughs> yeah, I'm very. It's one of the longest fucking series ever, dude. The last probably three years of my life has just been watching Seinfeld and The Sopranos back and forth. 
That explains That's it. <laughs> no show I can't stand is Friends. Friends, dude. Oh my god. Friends and that seventies show. I just can't really get Dude, that seventies show is that's fucking a, no, that seventy show rules. That seventy show is a little bit better, but it's no, Big Bang Theory. Oh dude, get out of here. <laughs> oh my gosh. The Big Bang Theory is bad. Seinfeld's just it's just such a different Time. It's a like, classic like, show, man. Yeah, and I I'll tell you something. As a kid, you know, it was out in the '90s, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> early 2000s. Yeah. Larry David, Jerry Seinfeld wrote it, and then last couple seasons, Larry David retired and let Jerry write the last couple ones. That's why in the last couple seasons, there's no uh, comedy intros. You know, in the first, mm. in the early seasons, he does no, the bits. No stand up. Yeah. No stand up. Yeah. You know what broke my heart that I heard about Seinfeld? All those fucking funky bass lines. Yeah. That's keyboard. Oh, I believe it. Yeah. I believe Just a guy playing keyboard. I think I did hear that somewhere. Bummer. I wonder what keyboard that was, if that was like a... DX7 for all my gear nuts out there. DX7, maybe it's too soon for DX7. Well, boys, we're at uh, 51 minutes. <clears throat> oh, we made it. Tony's uh, Tony's gonna have to uh, edit this because we got. I think him and I did like a, a half an hour, 45. I don't remember what it was. So we oh, are gonna oh, go. Dude. What's up? What do you got? Quick buy sell trade update. Oh, okay. Found a found a nice new Arians twenty four inch. It's a ninety eight. Ninety eight. Run like a top. No a electric hand. start. Oh yeah, good hand. What are we talking about? Snowblower. <clears throat> Snowblower. Nice gasser. Yeah. You, do, you got it. You got it running or no? Oh, Unky Scott's picking it up for $50. Nice. Rebuilding the carb. Or he's actually, I think he's buying a new carb, and then I'm just going to buy it off him. God. I think he's just going to give it to me. He's got three snowblowers in his garage, so. Really? Why does he need three for? I don't know. He just finds them. Well, you should have just bought one from him straight up instead of having Dude, people. Them. Sometimes people don't like fixing shit, and they throw out some stuff that's like easy to fix. It's crazy. It's crazy. And it all, and it all yeah, this thing can't run, and it's like just need to replace like a battery. And it all yeah. or some people just sure. Escape, yeah, escape, dude, just got that luck, right? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> stuff just shows up for free or for stupid cheap. Yeah, I don't know. Someone just gave me this fucking plane, <laughs> dude. That's the next thing. If he gets a hold of a plane. Somebody's got to get a pilot's license. Yep. Then we can meet up on the weekends and just we'll just fly all over, pick everybody up. <laughs> That's what we'll do. So we'll have the plane either in the UP or down in Grand Rapids. Dude, my yard could fit a plane. No, we should get a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> should get a helicopter. Can you imagine what those fuel costs would be like? You complain about going down to the local marathon to fill up your truck. Imagine filling up an airplane. What a disaster. True. True. Right, so we are 18 seconds away from a draw here. Has anybody got a number? Uh, 65. You do a screen share there. I'm I'm going to. Oh, dude, this. Uh, this uh, we're gonna have to wait on the draw, I think, because it's coming up in three seconds. Dude, what the fuck, Aaron? 
Sorry. By the way, folks, this is my first time piloting piloting the rig, and uh, it is uh, crash and fucking burn, buddy. Whole lot of fucking. Okay. Look at these tabs. All right, what's your number? What's your number? Everybody get a number. Sixty-five. Sixty-five. Tony's got a twenty-two. Handmade caskets. <laughs> Dylan, what's your what's your number? Uh, thirty. 39 31 31 39 okay. i'm doing uh, 47 it's already started this is a disaster uh, 47 39 65 and 22 dude what are you looking up 20 what are you talking about 15, nothing 64 oh come on, oh, my on. 42 oh. four come on we're running out of numbers here. This started. I picked my number. Oh, uh, 56. One. Oh. Three, 17. Come on. 55. Oh, come on, dude. 65. Yeah, let's go. Oh, Tony's going to be so pissed. Yep, thanks, Aaron. I am fucking pissed. Wait, or we could push here. We could push. 34. Oh. That's it, dude. With the winner, sixty. So four dollars from each of us goes to Chris Schreiner, which he still probably owes Dylan five. So oh, Dylan five. So no, me, no, you owe me one dollar. <laughs> oh, yeah. So just give me three. Man, Tony's gonna be so pissed. Once again, pretty pissed. I'll put it, put it back in the pot. It's going back in the pot. Yeah. Run it again. Push it to five. Dang. Yeah. That is absolutely killer. So bulk mayonnaise. Chris, give me your wrist. <laughs> well, hey, what are you doing, dude? Thank you for listening to episode 25. This is episode 25. Tony's going to have to get on and preface this because we're doing it at the end of the episode. Shout out to the YouTube. Follow the socials. Do the whole thing. Um, Listen to Torture Horror on YouTube. This was a hostile takeover of Failure at its finest hour. Uh, yeah, this was a great takeover, man. Hey, congrats 25. on the chili, bro. Thank you. You're the champ. We're all proud of you. My wife said she's going to make you cake. Send it over your way. What? Yeah. Get some just kidding, bro. Ice or some real ice. You guys had hell of a hell of a time with the snow up there. But okay. Well, well, tell your mom I says hi. <laughs> Thank you and good night to the listeners. Yeah. Tell your, tell your mom says hi. Okay. Feel yep. the finest hour. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this episode. Obviously, I wasn't there for the end, uh, but the boys did fantastic. We might have this in the future. Um, this is going to make things more flexible. You know, maybe it's Aaron and I in the beginning for a little bit, and then, you know, the rest of the boys will come in after. Um, but it's not going to happen every time. Obviously, we're going to try our hardest to get all of us there for the episode. But, you know, sometimes we have crazy schedules. Like, I have a insanely long camp weekend, and I just can't make it to the night. I don't know. But make sure you follow us on Twitter at F-A-I-F Hour. Uh, I was told that I was saying F-A-F Hour for the last few episodes. So it's at F-A-I-F Hour. And, of course, follow us on YouTube or subscribe to our YouTube. And I know we didn't talk about it um, in the episode as a group, so I'm going to go ahead and get after it here. We do have the Halloween episode coming up very, very soon. Obviously, the episode is going to be released on the 1st. Of November, which is insane to think that November is already here uh, in just a few weeks. But um, 
Obviously, the Halloween episode will be releasing that Tuesday, but we will be recording it, um, I believe, on Saturday the 29th. So if you, any failures out there, we're going to kind of go back to getting stories from you. We're going to be talking anything paranormal, um, maybe just Halloween stories if you have a crazy college experience going out on Halloween nights. Any Fox Night stories, obviously we kind of got into that uh, earlier in our podcasting adventure. But if you have a story about a Halloween party, anything paranormal, Fox Night, Devil's Night, whatever you like to call it, get a hold of us. Our DMs are open. Or you can email us at faifhour at outlook.com or faifhour at gmail.com. But really, we want to have listener engagement. So if you have a story, again, about anything paranormal or Halloween-related, Devil's Night, Fox Night, get a hold of us. Hit us up on Twitter. We will tell your story on the podcast for the Halloween weekend or, 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 you can actually be on the podcast. So hit us up on Twitter. Get to the DMs. Or again, we have faifhour at gmail.com and faifhour at Outlook.com. Once again, love you guys. Dude, I turned. I, I turned. Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. I saw a dude. There was a dude ripping fucking pills in the back room one time. Thanks for listening. Oh yeah, side story. Remember when we drug all the equipment out of the basketball court behind that place and blew the lid off the town? Thanks for listening to failure at its finest hour. Penguin! It was Penguin! Nice! Another perfect round. Thanks for listening. Distinctively remember getting thrown to the ground when that first one blew up. Thanks for listening.